Hello, my friends, it's Andy and Hedia coming to you live from Southern California for the resurrectministry.com's Living Fearless Devotional. <laughs> okay, so I got nothing else to do. You announce them both. No, but what can they find on oh, resurrectministry.com? On resurrectministry.com, you can find all of our content, <laughs> including Andy's Fearless Man podcast, my articles from the Christian Post. And uh, you can drop us a line, a comment. We'd love to hear from you. You can check out some new books that we recommend that we hope will uh, bless you and uh, deepen your relationship with Christ. And if you're interested in partnering with us, we would love a donation of any amount. Uh, you can find that also on the website. Yes. Nice job, Schnooks. Thanks. <laughs> Even though I threw you off a little bit. A little bit. I was just, I was just admiring the new background. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> the new. So do you think maybe it's over, a... maybe it, it uh, masks my terrible eyes right now. What's going on with your eye? I've got a something. I got an owie. Oh. Yeah. I can barely see it. Yeah. Maybe a. Um... You can just tell I'm not wearing enough eye makeup. <laughs> you still look beautiful. Thank you. All right, here we go. We're reading from Charles Spurgeon, Morning by Morning Devotional, for October twenty eighth. The reference is John 15, 19. Uh, the portion of the scripture says, I have chosen you out of the world. Out of Thank God. All of the world. Chosen yes. You. And you. All right. Charles Spurgeon says, today's verse shows God's distinctive grace and discriminating regard for only some have been chosen to be the objects of his divine affection. Don't be afraid to ponder this lofty doctrine of election. When you feel the most down and depressed, you will find it to be the most uplifting medicine possible. Mm. Those who don't believe at the doctrines of grace or who cast them in a bad light miss the richest cluster of grapes from the valley of Ishkel. Ishkel. Um, and the best of meats and the finest of wines. There is no balm in Gilead comparable to them. If the honey from the woods caused Jonathan's eyes to brighten, this is honey that will truly enlighten your heart to learn and to love the mysteries of the kingdom of God. It is the best of foods, but food you need not fear eating too much of, nor worry it is too rich, for meat from the king's table will never hurt any of his servants. Desire to have your mind enlarged so you can comprehend more of the eternal everlasting and discriminating love of God. And once you have climbed as high as election, linger on its sister mountain, the covenant of grace. Covenant agreements are the protective munitions of massive rock behind which we lie entrenched. Covenant promises, along with the deposit of Christ Jesus as the guarantee, are the quiet resting places of trembling souls. Mm. Uh, Edward Mote um, said, his oath, his covenant, his blood, support me in the raging flood. When every earthly prop gives way, he still is all my strength and stay. Amen. If Jesus worked to take you to glory, and if the Father promised he would give you to the Son as part of the infinite reward of the suffering of the soul, then until God himself is unfaithful or Jesus ceased to be the truth, you are safe. When David danced before the Ark of the Covenant, he told his wife, Mikhail, it was election that made him do so. 
because the Lord had chosen him. It made him dance. Mm -hmm. Rejoice before the God of grace and leap for joy in your heart. We talked about this a little yesterday. We did. It was really nice. It's Remind just the, me. Uh, just the the concept of election that uh, we were chosen. God through God's foreknowledge, He knew that we would choose Him, and so we were chosen mm -hmm. to be um, redeemed. And then we were sealed by the Holy Spirit. And in that promise, there is everlasting life, and there's such beauty and joy in that concept that we. We not only do not, uh, you know, ha have to live just by the by a covenant of works, but it's the covenant of grace because man was never capable of fulfilling the covenant of works mm. that he first set with Adam, that he was supposed to obey all of his commandments. I don't know how many weeks he lasted before he ate the apple. So, <laughs> yeah, you wonder, right? You wonder how long he was there before he just was like, oh, I think I'm going to eat this one apple I'm not supposed to eat. Uh, but it is it is really truly the. The thing I, I thought about that today after talking about it last night, I was just like, Lord, thank you. Thank you for choosing me and not somebody else and for destining, having it be my destiny that I would walk in your ways as, as much as I can mm. with all my heart and soul. It's such a gift. Wow. We didn't earn it or deserve it. There's so many um, interesting correlations, not quite as great as you know, God selecting you out of a pack of people or just selecting you at all <laughs> along with a pack of people. But it reminds me of, um, oh, sorry, I meant to scoot over. They didn't have to scoochy scooch. <laughs> um, but um, I remember my first experience of, of, of hoping that I was selected was at um, Charlotte Anthony elementary school, La Mirada, California, circa 1972, ah. approximately. Okay. Maybe, maybe even 71. Okay. Where you're out on the field and you get ready to play kickball. And, and they choose teams. And they choose teams. And you see these, you know, the most popular people on, on one side and, and, and you're still haven't been chosen yet. No. Oh, and you're just worst. going, you're just kind of standing taller, oh, you know, you're, you're stretching so and, you're, and you're flexing. You go, oh, God, I want A team to, to pick me, not B team. B team oh. has all the, all the losers. Oh no. And the girl that I like is on uh, A team. Oh, what happened? I probably got selected for B team, but, <laughs> but either way that, that, that thought, you know, in the, in the times that, um, me. um, that you do get selected. And I don't remember. I, I think that it's quite possible this from day to day I got selected for one team or the other. But um but that that's kind of that feeling that when you get on when you get selected out of a out of a group of people that that oh my gosh, that I, I got selected by the, the cool people or the cool one. Now that's worldly. Mm -hmm. But when God selects you, that's the coolest. I mean, now that I think about it. Who cares what happened in Charlotte Anthony Elementary School in 1972? I got selected by God a couple of years ago. Yes. It changes everything, changed my life, changed our life, changed our children's lives. My goal of my children seeing me and what it looks like for somebody to be in a loving relationship, their parent in a loving relationship, to be an example of what a 
a happy marriage looks like, even at times, even when it struggles, even when there's difficulty, that a good marriage makes it through difficulties and struggles. It's amazing. When you really think about it. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) All the goodness that comes from it, it, that just kind of trickles down and kind of spreads out, you know, it's just so amazing, so magnificent. Magnificent. Uh, we have Carrie on, and she said, "Beautiful" to the uh, devotional, and then we have so beautiful De, De Leon Court. Court. Hi, De Leon Says, Court from Twitch. How you doing, De Leon? Tell us a little bit about yourself. What brings you? Did CBD bring you to this broadcast, <laughs> <laughs> or um, or what? What what brought you to our broadcast? Let us know a little bit about yourself. Where's your faith? Um, uh, we would love to know that. And Carrie says, "You can read it." Uh, <laughs> I love that Hedia is so good at praise. Feels like she is speaking my heart. That's awesome. Thank first you. First time on Twitch. First time on Twitch at all, and you happen to come across ours, or first time with us on Twitch. Uh, it sounds like it's his first time on Twitch. Browsing channels found you. I'm <laughs> from Utah. Nice. Welcome. That's so awesome. Have you ever met Jesus? Yeah, that'd be important to know. Yeah, you don't you don't have to. I mean, we've had plenty of. I mean, from Twitch, we have we get it all. We've had Muslims, we've had atheists, we've had yes, um, curious, curious. <laughs> um, what else? What else caught you in this devotion? Uh, it's the comparison. So when um, Moses sent out uh, Joshua to go uh, check out the land that um, the Lord had promised, the promised land. And he came back with his fruit. And Spurgeon makes that analogy that this is the land of milk and honey. It's everything. Um, it's all goodness that the Lord had had promised them. And it's the same thing that he promises us. He says, I, I'm, I'm promising you goodness. Mm. You know, so it's just like it's the best fruit. It's the best food if you... If you truly trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, he will give you the best, you know, and it's just a, it's such, it's just such a beautiful promise to know that you have this eternity of love and grace and joy that comes directly from the heart of God. And he compares this to, of course, for maybe more so for ladies than for men, but the concept that you could eat it without worrying about how much of it that you eat. Mm. It's just a, it's a great analogy. The food analogy and the best of food as an analogy is beautiful. And I had never thought of the scripture about Joshua going over the promised land and talking about how great the food is because what happened was the two other spies came back and said, oh my God, the people are giants and were like crickets in their eyes. They all they had was fear. And Joshua was like, what are you talking about? It was the most blessed land in the world. And the Lord promised it to us. So what are you worried about? Mm. If he promised it, we're going to have it. And it's and I never thought about that. How close of analogy that is to us is the Lord is calling us to faith and promising us this eternal grace and joy and beauty and there's scary parts in it. And we're like, oh, yo, that that sounds really difficult. And he's like, no, this is what he promises. Just trust his promise. Mm. I love that. So cool. De Leon Court says that um, 
he or she has a personal relationship with our savior, just like you. Oh, beautiful. That's awesome. Um, for me, there's a, an additional part here where it says Christ Jesus at, as their guarantee are the resting places for trembling souls. And if I'm reading that correctly, uh, tremble, a trembling soul would be somebody with a worrying heart or um, put in a situation that causes them to, to uh, have momentary fear yes. or hesitation. Or anxiety. Anxiety. And today I, was, I have another show that I do called Vote PYL Vote, which is a local show about the election coming up in November 8th. Uh, mostly about our school board, and we have two candidates that run. While I was doing that show, I was really talking to men. I was saying, listen, we have things going on in our schools that are just horrific. And uh, to be honest with you, they go everything against God, everything that, <laughs> that God stands for. And so I was calling out to the men in the audience that said, men, where are you? There, you know, we have, I don't know what it is, several thousand kids that go to our schools, um, which would which would say that we have hundreds of men no, that are attached yeah. to those <laughs> children. And yet we only have, and I say, we have 10 to 15 fathers that consistently, you know, come to school board meetings that show up at um, the rallies or the protests. And I, I go, where are you? Where are you, men? I know that you're at work, but you need to take off work. You need to take a day off. You need to take vacation time to show up. The to meetings some are at night. The meetings are at night. Um, and so as I was talking, I then got into the fact that we are met in, and in my heart, it's not a, it's not a, um, a religious uh, show that I do. So I try my best not to do too much. Uh, show too much of my faith because I want everybody to listen. Sometimes you, you talk about Jesus or talk about God, people will switch off. Uh, and so I'm trying, I do my best. I'm not, I, I wear my cross and I often have a shirt that says, you know, God is my savior or something like that. So it's not that I'm hiding it. That's not what I'm saying. No. But I try not to put emphasis. I'm just saying just as a man, just as a father, head of the household, king of the castle, that your duty is to protect your children. And as I was saying that, it really hit me that this we're you know this is just a calling of all men to protect our families our our wives our children our grandchildren our nieces and nephew our brother our, our, our sisters and our brothers and um and and this is the thing god especially if you're our uh you know follower of, of jesus christ that he has he's given us a guarantee that no matter what happens, we will be with him. No matter what. So what are you afraid of? What's causing you to hesitate? And like we were discussing yesterday, I think it's it doesn't matter whether we win or lose. You want to be counted. Hmm. You want to be able to sleep at night. And when you pray to the Lord for victory, that you know he sees you tried. Yeah. That you stood up. Uh, to protect your children, to protect everybody's children, to just stand up for the values that you know the Lord supports so we could stand and be counted yep. and say, Lord, send me. I will go. I will do it. And come what may, I will stand. Mm. You know, so it's, it's, 
it's really part of how we show him how grateful we are for this promise. And I just love the way this Edward Moat said it. He said it's his oath, his oath to us, that eternal salvation, his covenant, his covenant of grace that we don't do anything to deserve it and he gives it to us anyways, and his blood that he shed for us on the cross. That's what supports me in the raging flood. When every earthly thing, every earthly prop gives way, he still is all my strength and stay. Hmm. He is why I do it. Wow. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Let's get to some scripture before we leave, though. We have yes. uh, John 15, 19. If you belonged to the world, it would love you as its own. That's a great point. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Mm. Makes perfect sense. Yes. I'm not of this world, and that's why it hates me. Good enough for me. Uh, and this is the scripture about Joshua going over to the promised land. When they reached the valley of Eshkol, they cut off a branch bearing a single cluster of grapes. Two of them carried it on a pole between them, along with some pomegranates and figs. That place was called the Valley of Eshkol because of the cluster of grapes that the Israelites cut off there. At the end of 40 days, they returned from exploring the land. They came back to Moses and Aaron and the whole Israelite community at Kadesh in the desert of Paran. There they reported to them and to the whole assembly and showed them the fruit. They gave Moses this account. We went into the land which you sent us, and it does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. Mm. Isaiah 25, 6. On this mountain, the Lord Almighty will prepare a feast of rich food for all peoples, a banquet of aged wine, the best of meats and the finest of wines. And I, it's even more important now when you read prophetic scripture like that, because Isaiah is talking about the new Jerusalem and the millennial kingdom, that when you read those prophetic scriptures now, you realize that as difficult as it gets here, that's what my eyes are on. Mm. Those promises, that future, that eternity, because this is a blink of an eye. I endure here for that. Mm. Jeremiah 8.22 is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is not the health of the daughter of my people recovered? The Lord says this and the rest of it is all about the sin they've committed and the disobedience. That's why there is no balm that will solve the problem. Balm is like an ointment, you know. First Samuel 14, 27. But Jonathan had not heard. This is when Saul um, had to made them take an oath of fasting. And Jonathan had not heard that they had that oath. Uh, but Jonathan had not heard that his father had not heard that his father had bound the people with the oath. So he reached out the end of the staff that was in his hand and dipped it into the honeycomb. He raised his hand to his mouth and his eyes brightened. <laughs> 2 Samuel 6.21 and this is when Michal was making fun of David for dancing and singing and praising the Lord mm -hmm. when he was carrying the ark. And he said, it was before the Lord who chose me rather than your father or anyone from his house when he appointed me ruler over the Lord's people, Israel. I will celebrate before the Lord. It's reminding us again of the, the joy we're supposed to feel. Luke 6.23, rejoice in that day and leap for joy because great is your reward in heaven. For that is how their ancestors treated the prophets. 
Leap for joy, my friends, for you are <laughs> saved, chosen, and redeemed. I love it when you when I see you leap for joy. <laughs> <laughs> it is so awesome. Um, okay, I just wanted to check. I was getting some phone calls while we were sitting here. So oh, I, yes. I was checking my checking my text messages. Uh, I was getting the the father's phone number okay. that's at the at the theater with my daughter right now <laughs> with her friends um not the not the father alone <laughs> with his daughter that would be creepy as i it came out i go i better <laughs> right? i better finish the sentence um uh, just really quick i want to re read what jim ryman says here okay this uh, is complicated he says spurgeon mentions the covenant of grace today which in which in covenant theology follows two others the first, the covenant of redemption, says the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit made a covenant in eternity past to provide redemption. Eternity past. Yeah. The second, the covenant of works, is a covenant made with man. The Westminster Confession says, life was promised to Adam upon condition of perfect obedience or works, and goes on to say, man by his fall, made himself incapable of life by the covenant, by that covenant. Uh-oh. And the Lord was pleased to make the covenant of grace, wherein he freely offered unto sinners life and salvation by Jesus Christ, promising to give unto all those that are ordained unto eternal life his Holy Spirit to make them willing and able to believe. Wow, I just, I got that just now. <laughs> ordained unto eternal life his holy spirit to make them willing and able to believe we all deserve death may we praise him that he chose to save some some yeah. not all not all just you and i and a couple others yeah thank you jesus <laughs> i mean you, you that's what i'm saying it's like you, you know we're all wretched sinners we are no better no different than anybody down the street right but for some reason, he chose us, mm -hmm. you know, and that's just such an amazing gift. Well, Carrie says it used to be that we could trust men to be gentle protectors. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, Carrie. It is. Um, End times. It is so unfortunate. I mean, you look at if you just look back into the 1800s, even. I mean, not that long ago, really. I, in I, world early history. 1900s. Early 1900s. World War II. You have to look that far back. That, you know, and I, I even talked about, and I can't remember, it may be on the, the man pod, the, the Fearless Man podcast about, you know, teaching your sons to open a woman's door. You know, ever since we met, I've, I've opened your door. Yes, without uh, fail. And... I, I just don't know where any, I mean, I, and I'm bringing Definitely up that because, because, I used to. because it's a simple gesture of making sure that you're there so that, especially on my truck where the little, little thingy comes out and you have to step on it and depending on what shoes you're wearing, you might slip. So why not be there? Yes. I mean, I'm not saying you're a cluster. I mean, that's what we're not saying. We're I do saying occasionally to, <laughs> it could be uneven. I mean, there's so many things and we see, especially in today's world, why would you approach a car, you know, this is coming from a police officer and you would have law enforcement background. 
is it leave you alone on one side of the car, which would take me forever to get to you if somebody were to like suddenly grab for one of your necklaces. Or well, did you hear watch about that couple in Orange County that was kidnapped? No. So there's a family that was kidnapped in Westminster. Mm-hmm. Um, they were originally in the house and they were uh, trying to rob them. And they eventually kidnapped the entire family, 14-year-old girl and a six-month-old baby, put them in a motel, and then the parents escaped. Left the kids. <laughs> but they, the cops eventually got them. And I was like, what went through their minds? Like, we're going to go get help. But could you do that? Would you do that? No. Would you leave the kid? No. Like, look, if we're going to die, we're going to all die together. <laughs> no, but you're not going to take the chance. Well, there's a 50-50 chance if I Women and now. children first. What happened to women and children first? I was like, what? What happened? Why would you leave the two kids there? Like, you know, they could have easily said, okay, I've got a gun to your, her head. If you don't come back in the next three minutes, I'm, I'm shooting her, her head off, you know? <sighs> oh, it so. reminds me of that movie we saw. It was an apocalypse type of movie. Yeah. Or the man drove, was drove, driving a minivan. The wife was in the passenger seat and he drove up and he goes, okay, you go out to see me. Go there, get the drugs. There's zombies everywhere. <laughs> People are dying. He stayed in the safety of the car, sent yes. his wife into the CBS that was being, you know, uh, looted by yeah. the monsters and, and the shot people. at to go get him or them some Tylenol or something. Yeah, it was nuts. Uh, that's, that's where we're at. Oh my gosh! But um, yeah, I truly, it, it, I truly appreciate your chivalry. <laughs> As you know, I'm kind of like, wow. You could, I saw Andy lift a refrigerator. It was like. This guy had fallen. I had never seen, <laughs> never seen a man by himself lift an entire refrigerator and get it onto a truck. I was like, I love this man. I love this man. And he's like, wow, you're so easily pleased. <laughs> but see, that's why the Lord put us together because he wanted me to call people. people did not appreciate this in him. You know, it's these amazing things that he could do. That I find just <laughs> so amazing. I don't know any other way, and so that's just the funniest thing because these little things were were so funny that, yeah. that you came out and go astounding. Hey. Because before that, you were like, okay, we have to call people. Yeah, we have to call somebody. We have to call a group of people to get this refrigerator into the truck. I go, why do we have to call? And you're like looking at me like I'm crazy. I go, why do you have to call the group of people? Like, do you want? Don't you want to go down and get the gardeners down the street? <laughs> In this gated community, <laughs> and, and, and go, I'll be right back. And then come up. Hey, how did that get up in the back of the truck? It was. It oh was a work of art, folks. I. Uh, I know for a lot of you, Matt, it makes no sense at all. But for me, I never. I told him. I said, I'm 50 years old, and I never had a man drive me around. I literally have been driving men around my whole adult life. I don't understand that either. Yeah, they're like, I don't want to do it. You do it. I what literally my whole life. Really? Yes. Never had a man drive me around. I would not. I would. I would shoot myself. Yeah, it's just driven, being driven around by a woman. Right. Yeah, just being driven around by a woman. That's just not. That's not how it's supposed to be. It was weird. I gotta tell you, I didn't realize it was weird until I met you. <laughs> you also told me that you've never known a man to stand up and go pee. No. <laughs> the same men who would sit in the passenger seat don't stand up to pee. <laughs> That still fascinates me, actually. <laughs> how do they? How do they have target practice? Like at the? I don't know. How do they go to like a, a hockey game or to a football game? Because all the urinals are stand up. You can't sit on any of the urinals. 
True. What do they do? I don't know. You went, Actually, yeah. neither of these men could I see going into, like, with the thing you explained, the trough. They, yeah. they would never. That's where you talk to men. Yeah, no, they that's would never. Like, that's where you bond. Like, what's going on, bro? <laughs> Over the pee trough. Yeah. Never heard of such a thing. I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> I did not even know it existed. So mad. Oh, look at Iris just joined us in this conversation. Hi, Iris. <laughs> hey, is that uh, Indiana Jones? Yeah, it looks kind of like it. Yeah, it's like Indiana Jones. That was one of my heroes. Carrie uh, had a good point. She oh. was the law, <laughs> uh, about the loss of manlyhood. It's the loss of natural affection, as the Bible says. Oh, says wow. The hearts grow cold. Yes. Well, I even talked about, uh, again, I'm going back to other broadcasts. I'm sorry, but it just it reminds me of so much of what I talked about because it, it, I went on some... I know this is hard to believe, but I went on a couple of rants. Oh, yes. On occasion, occasionally. I, I go on a little rant, but I was talking about like even shaking hands, you know, some of these boys that come over to our house, you know, that are either Kelly's, my son's friends or, you know, one of our daughter's friends. Um, and I go to shake hands and I go, what? who taught you? <laughs> who taught you how to shake hands? <laughs> like, what is that? What is this little wet fish that you're you're handing me? Like, you can't even tell that it's even a hand. Wow. I know. And I don't mean you have to crush somebody's hand. That's not what I'm saying. But you have to, you know, shake hands like a man. And well, you look and the I other man in the eye Liberty, and say hello. Liberty Ed, uh, Jack uh, Hibbs uh, school that they're starting, that's why they do those outdoorsman things. Because it's it's true. There's those basic skills um, need to be taught. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's really... It's it's really important. It's really important, especially as we draw closer to the zombie apocalypse. Absolutely. Uh, Iris has, mm -hmm. my husband was so attentive and protective of me and others, very outspoken. I miss that security that I always felt with him. Oh, that's beautiful. I actually never had that, Iris. Never until you. And which it, it was top on my wish list from the Lord. So when we went through and he was telling me that Andy was the one um, feeling safe, um, preferably from somebody in law enforcement or the military, was super important to me. Mm. I'd never experienced it. There's that one interesting thing that, you know, I you uh, you know I open a door for you so you can go inside the building first, and it still strikes me that we have the woman go into the building first. As a law enforcement officer, the first one en to enter is is most in danger, the first guy through the door. So if, so in law enforcement, it's kind of odd. Like, I feel like I should actually be going in first. <laughs> into Chili's, scoping into, out. Into Chili's, into the store, uh, you know, into, you know, a market of some sort. It just doesn't well, make any it, sense. It, we may have to turn around that equation as it gets a little more dangerous. I mean, but that's yeah. what I'm, even this couple, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you're going to be making decisions in a split second. My parents, friends, best friends, mm -hmm. were actually robbed at gunpoint at their door, too, in their, in their house. And then... Uh, handcuffed, I mean, uh, taped, thrown in the closet, and they literally emptied the entire house. Mm -hmm. um, but they could have raped their daughter. I mean, like, they got actually fortunate that it was just the belongings that they took. But you you are forced to make these split-second decisions. I mean, even that, do you remember the story on the news in the family? There was this um, woman who came to attack this family with a pickaxe in Florida, yep. shattered all the windows, and the grandmother... The bassinet was right by the window, and in a split second, she went in and grabbed the baby before shards of glass came crashing down into the bassinet. Mm -hmm. You see the shards mm -hmm. of glass? It's bigger than the baby. Right? And it's like so important that we are 
head on a swivel, you know, mm-hmm. that we're just aware of our surroundings and and men to be chivalrous and yeah. remember those things. So I, uh, when you gave me my, my, not my orders, what's the word I'm looking for? I said, I wanted to purchase something. And you said, Andy, I'm gonna, this is, you're the head of the household, leave this in your hands. So yes. I immediately went out and got an AR-15. <laughs> I got Never AR- can have too many guns. Yeah, I got an AR-15 and ammo. <laughs> <laughs> I um, want you. I want you to feel well prepared. <laughs> I, am, I am. All right. Anything else, my uh, lovey dovey? Uh, let's see. Carrie says her husband always took care. Of oh. Uh, my husband always took care of us all. Even now, with his health, mm. he still tries. How is he feeling? You? Ha- oh, you had the procedure today. How'd that go? Oh yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess that's the one, you know, as, as we get older and as men get older, why it's so important that I go to the gym every day. I want to prolong that as, as long as Absolutely. possible because at some point, I mean, it just finally begins to fall apart. Did you see that 95 year old lady? Did I send you that Instagram? Video? Oh yeah. Doing the, the gymnastics. gymnastics. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh man, she's my idol. 95 years old doing the, the, what are they called? The parallel ballers? Yeah. So staying fit and healthy is extremely important. Mm. It's extremely important. First, uh, Iris said this. He was what is sometimes referred to as a man's man. Yes. The men in church loved him and always wanted to talk to him, young and old alike. Oh, Oh, that's that's beautiful. And Carrie's update. Awaiting approval of cardio rehab and the pulmonologist. But did they do that shock therapy thing? What was it called? Shock aversion? Yeah, something like that. I thought that's what they did. That's what she said was going to happen on Friday. Oh, That's what I was asking if okay. that actually did still take place. Hmm. We didn't look that up. No. Okay, look that up. I want to know what that is. Not that I ever want to have it. No, it just did. You might have given it, me, to, given it to me the other day. <laughs> look up. Look it up. Look up. <laughs> Your redemption draws near. <laughs> All right. I def- we'll definitely look it up. Um, Anything else? That's it. All right. I got to find out what the, those phone calls were for. They were coming in fast and furious on your phone and my phone. Oh, mine was uh, Zara. Oh, was Zara, was Zara calling me on my phone, do you think? Possibly. <laughs> it's possible. All right, my friends. Let's hear about the Edify app. Schnookums. Uh Let's play the ad. Oh, really? We haven't done that yeah. in a while. Here, for those of you who have not seen, especially our friend on Twitch hasn't seen it yes. yet. Here's our ad for our app that we are on. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. Gosh, who did the the voiceover for that commercial? George Clooney. <laughs> that was fast. It was. See, God is amazing. He's giving you such a sense of humor. Yeah. You are a funny <laughs> dudette. All right, Carrie says. Eddie's cardio version worked today. Oh, praise God. I awesome. love that. Please keep the prayers coming. Absolutely. Of course. He has severe asthma. 
and they think one of the meds is affecting his heart. Mm. Uh, doctors, I'm wanting to discuss the options. Fantastic. Well, uh, God willing, you'll find um, some very helpful options and give the doctors discernment to figure out what medicine is irritating. And that's the thing my dad, uh, who was a physician for many, many years, always said, he says, the body is such a delicate balance. You do one thing affecting, um, to, you know, to solve problem. one problem. Yeah. And it can create, as you as we all know from the commercials of these medicines, that it <laughs> creates a host of other problems. And so he always used to say, if possible, do the least amount possible. Uh, and so I was asking actually the doctor the other day, because I take Synthroid for a hypothyroidism. And I said, well, what happens if I up it? And he goes, well, then you have cardiac arrhythmia and it's too hard on your liver and all these other things. You know, the body's a very, God created the body in such a beautiful, perfect balance. This is interesting. Every medicine that they have a commercial for has the cure and then the 30 seconds of things that will that it does to kill you um every medicine yeah except scary. for except for the covid19 vaccine that only one is that, perfect that, no it's perfect <laughs> <laughs> not only does it not keep you from getting covid nor does it keep you from transmitting it yes but it also has no side effects according to yeah uh, none, none that they should talk about yeah <laughs> you can't talk about it yeah so there you go all right sorry all right, my friends, we love you guys, and we'll be um, praying for y'all, and um, keep us in your prayers, keep too, Keep us please. in your prayers, as we have a few things going on ourselves, uh, just with busyness, nothing, no. no Except my eye infection. I oh, yeah, yeah, right. Infection. Yeah. So pray for yeah, healing pray for, for me, that. too, please. All right. All right, my friends, we love <laughs> Good you. Good night. God bless. God bless.